0: All right, welcome to a very special edition of Immoral Concepts. I'm your one and only host, Jose. And let me just explain a few things before I dive into... Uh, I call, I'm going to call this Immoral Concepts Unhinged, I guess. I don't know. We'll, I'll figure out the name. Um, but basically, SAFE is um, dealing with something right now personally and I don't feel like it's my right to express exactly what's going on in his life without his permission, so I'ma let him deal with it. If he wants to talk about it, he can talk about it in the next episode. But for now, I'm just gonna record on my own. I tried getting a few people, but scheduling just didn't work, and one episode I did record, it was a little bit too sensitive and controversial of a podcast to release it just hit all the bad um marks on our kind of like our guidelines you know but regarding that person they will probably be on on a future episode just with a bit more regulated despite us being kind of like you know whatever we just want this to be more of a place where people can come and chill on the podcast and not really worry or get triggered a hundred percent by everything we say you know so with that being said welcome to this first off-brand offshoot whatever you want to call this episode of moral concepts um i'll just dive right into it so i didn't really know what to talk about or dive in it's pretty difficult to to talk about anything without having someone to feed off of, you know? And having the conversation go back and forth, back and forth helps a lot to keep the time going. But I don't have that, so I had to kind of just brainstorm what I was going to talk about. I mean, I thought about talking about whether it was, um, you know, Different things I liked, but I realized I can only talk for about them for so much. And talking about myself didn't seem, you know, the right thing to do. It'd be like I was on a, you know, fucking dating show. Like, oh yeah, Spider Man. Let's talk about Spider Man for ten minutes. And yeah, I don't think anybody wants to hear about Spider Man about ten minutes. Not a Marvel podcast, <laughs> even though I would love to talk about Spider Man. Just have someone else talk about. Um, Music, I can only talk about for so long. Um, anything else I like to do, it's just kind of a bit of like I can only do it for so long and before it sounds, you know, boring and re- repeating over and over and over again. So I thought about, hmm, what are the things I actually can talk about in death? Now, in this pod, in the podcast episodes, I feel there's always been a reoccurring theme with, um, me and my dating life and what I do and what I don't do and partially it's on me partially it's you know it's, it just happens it's kind of a thing and I felt like that would be a fun thing to kind of cover in one whole episode so we don't have to talk about it really much again and we can just kind of have fun about the other podcast rather than going hey what's going on in your life with the the, the women's I'm like you know so I, I just I just drop it all here be transparent and uh Kind of make it, you know, uh, a deep dive into uh, my life, and my love life. So, without further ado, uh, here we go. So, I think I mentioned it. I I touched upon a, a bunch of it on Valentine's Day episode, but I think I'll just refresh for those who, uh, who don't really know or just kind of wants like a whole summary. Then I just dive in what's, what what more my mindset is now. So. Back in high school, you know, I would say freshman year, I uh, vouched that I said, you know what, I'm gonna date someone. My my high school, uh, I guess career, um, and I will, I, and I will have someone to go to prom with. If and by the by the time it comes. So freshman year, I tried, nothing happened. Sophomore year, I tried, shot my ball. A lot of mistakes and issues there, you know. Girls that were a little too um, difficult to manage. Others were still stuck on their ex or playing me. So I just kind of like, you know, I said, "Ah, fuck it, I'm not even going to bother. But like when senior year came, I was like, you know what? I'm definitely going to uh, find someone to date. So, lo and behold, I shot my shot with uh, my sophomore, no, my junior year crush. And things kind of sparked from there. You know, we were having conversations. We were, you know, having fun, joking around, you know, meeting up with each other um, at school events, whatever. And. It was just good vibes, you know? But not all of it was good vibes, you know? There were times where I honestly wanted to give up even talking to her, trying with her, because it was difficult. Imagine having to deal with someone who barely texts, um, canceled on dates often, forgot, you know, sometimes forgot to even, you know, invite you to different places, whatever. But in the end, I just, I was like, I have nothing to lose. And I didn't know where we we're going to go. But I stayed patient and pushed through every single time I thought I would give up. Because I honestly had a certain attraction to her that I couldn't explain at the time. So you flash forward a little bit more. um want to say it was like some day, like I want to say October, November. And I call her up. I'm on break, I work, and I go, look, we know we going back and forth, we uh we vibing and stuff, but like I kinda need to know what's going on, right? No, that no, wasn't October. Oh, I don't think I'm thinking the wrong uh, it was like before it was sometime in April, yeah, it was around April because October was the, like around the time we started talking of the year before, so... Yeah, around, like, April. Before my birthday, anyways. We were... We talked, and... I was like, look, you know, we vibe and everything but I need to know what your mindset at. you ready to date me or not? Like, yeah, so I can get it. And she's like, nah. <laughs> like, very nonchalant. I was like, word. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm a bit salty about it, but whatever. I kind of expected the answer. I was like, I bet I'm not gonna wait forever, so... Just let you know once I get tired, I'm going to get tired. And she's like, all right. And then she texts me afterwards saying, like, are we going to still be friends, blah, 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 I'm like, yeah, yeah. I have hard feelings. I just want to know where you're at. So that happened. And then you fast forward around May. May 5th, Cinco de Mayo. Shout out to, uh, you know, my Mexicans out there. You know, my bad. Um. But yeah, it was like single tomorrow. We're celebrating my birthday on a Saturday because my birthday is May 7th. And my family had just had the tradition doing Saturdays, pure free. So we had the Borica music, Borica comida, you know what I'm saying? La Corona, even though I, I didn't drink on the rage, of course. Um, but we did. And uh, we, I invited my boy Safe and I invited her over. And at this point, we were kind of like. Committed to each other, but not together. So, daughter, I thought I'd invite her over to my family, which is a huge, you know, a huge thing. She was the first girl I introduced to my family. And to have that that have that kind of level with me, because I'm, like, super shy when it comes to introducing people to my family, that was a big step It was So, it was kind of like a test for her to see if she can vibe with my family. And she kind of passed, even though we spent most of the time in her room, but she spent a good time with them. Um, we had a good time, we listened to music, safe allergies kicked in, he, he he kept joking around to me like, yo, your fucking house, bro, every time I come here, I get allergies, so I'm like, bro, it's not my house, like, yo, it's, it's, fuck your place, so he rarely comes over, but he did come over that time, I remember, too, that his bumper fell off on the highway, that shit was funny, <laughs> so, yeah, um, but towards the end of that night, you know, her mom came to pick her up and I, you know, accompanied her to my room to grab her stuff, you know, safe kind of dip for a bit. So it was just me and her, quiet, in my room. I just obviously I was like, about to make my move. It's time. Um so when it came time to it, it was I was again, first kiss, bad and nervous, didn't know what to do, super fucking awkward. And you know it's it's like it's a funny memory but you know i i put my I, i'm again i didn't know what i was doing so i put my hands on her shoulders like a fucking dumbass and i tried to go in she started laughing giggling because she's nervous too so she's like yo put my hand you put your hands on her waist and just uh you know then we just kind of slowly you know hug and then back you know and then we get hugging and closer hugging and closer and then we finally kiss and it felt nice I was definitely dazed, you know. First kiss, crazy, bro, crazy. But like at that moment, I've definitely had like I I, I couldn't really pinpoint what I felt, but I know what, what I was starting to feel. And so after that, on my actual day of my birthday, we went to go see Quiet Place, and then we made out a little bit. <laughs> I just like you know when you get when you, when you start first start kissing, you get hooked, bro. You just get hooked. and. It just, you know, we just kept doing that, um, and it was it was just a good time. Uh, after that, um, shortly after, we had this kind of like a deep conversation where, you know, she kind of told me like, "Hey, this is what I'm afraid of in a relationship," and it stuck to me through the day because it's such a significant fear. And it's such a common thing for um women to, and other people and men to have that kind of idea. And when it goes into a relationship, they're afraid of ending up with someone who, in the end, is gonna hurt them or mistreat them or not love them the way they should be loved. And for someone so wonderful and so amazing, at that point in my life, I just couldn't even believe that I went through her head. And I know she's had previous boyfriends before me. I know they weren't all so great. But I I made it from that point on to make it clear that I wasn't going to be that kind of guy. I wasn't going to mistreat her. I wasn't going to, you know, make her do things she didn't want to. I didn't want to hurt her or anything. Um, But, like, yeah, it's it's such a weird thing to be in this kind of generation where domestic abuse and you know just psychological abuse and everything is present in relationships so common that people kind of just brush it over you know and for men and women alike there's women who can ruin a good guy or ruin you know a decent guy and there and we can't they can't say anything because we there's such this like dominant belief where Men are supposed to be strong. They have to be emotionally like you know, walled off basically, where they came and expressed, you know, much. And for showing them showing weakness, like they laugh at it. I mean, it's getting more acceptable nowadays, but it's still pretty pretty bad. Um, but yeah, like I for me I always grew up with like this concept of like respect, love and care. And maybe it's just because my parents were, you know... Shout out to my parents for raising me right and stuff like that. Um, but also, like, just when you watch uh, novellas, you watch you read rom- you watch rom-coms, you read um, romantic novels, whatever, you have this um, notion of love where it's supposed to be genuine, wholeheartedly. Even if it's difficult, you push through the hard times and you keep going. And... You know, that's what I grew up in. I have. I was kind of a hopeless romantic. You know, I believe in one true love, and that's it. Obviously, real world kicked in later, but I'll get to that. But anyways, you had the full-hearted thing. She expressed that she cried a little bit, and we hung out the phone. Now, <laughs> this part's kind of cringey, um, but shortly after, she calls me right back. She goes, you know what? I decided. Let's go out. Right now, in my head, I'm like, "I where? <laughs> where you want to go? Because I'm like this is so fucking random, shit. Like, no, 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 I mean, like, me, you, like, that's the thing, I'm like, oh, oh, <laughs> so I was, like, mad happy, yeah, I was like, alright, bet, and, um, she went out with her friends, so, um, after, I, I was hype, I was telling my boy, like, yo, 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 yo. guess what, your boy's a man now, yeah, they're like, yo, big dubs, big dubs, right, um, you know, shout out to you, Jose, for finally you know getting the girl you wanted. I like appreciate, bro. Appreciate, bro. Obviously, they were you know. It was just a good time. Then um, June came around, and then it uh, was. And then prom. Yeah, June was around prom, and uh, you know we had me and her had a good time at prom. We you know despite being a little awkward because, um, she made she so during the beginning of high school like before she started dating me she agreed to take her ex to prom now surely before prom she you know started dating me now i said just tell him you know get someone else like it's you know it's like it. i get it he's easy she'll do it it's just like you know it's a bit weird when you just got your new boyfriend's gonna be around your ex and you're not taking your boyfriend even though you're gonna be around your boyfriend like It was kind of weird, and to this day, you know, people still question me, like, why didn't I, I I was like, you know what, it's not that big a deal for me personally, because I trusted her, and that's the one thing I do appreciate in a, in a relationship, is I give my full trust, because that's how it should be, you should trust your partner full heartedly, if you mistrust, it leads to doubt, it leads to, you know, overthinking, a lot of other stuff, and it just ends up, you know, ruining the relationship, so. I give my full trust unless you give me reasons to doubt. Cause one thing my mom always told me is if you go looking, boom. So, um, I ended up going prom with her, and we danced together to uh, Prince Royce song "Stand By Me," really sweet. Took pictures together. She looked amazing, stunning, beautiful as always. At that moment, I kind of like, even though we kind of said it back and forth, whatever. Um, at that moment, I kind of knew it, like, yeah, this, this is the girl I fell in love with, like, the heart, bro. <laughs> like, this is the girl I love, and let's hope is keep it that way. And shortly after, we went to Six Flags with a uh, few of our friends, and we made out in the back seat. <laughs> and we got, you know, we, we were, you know you're a teenager, you're almost kicked in, so... You know, at that point, we were having, like, this kind of, like, angst, of course, towards each other. Kind of a certain attraction that, a little spicy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, but, yeah, like, that ended up happening. Like, we, we didn't really act upon on it yet, but flash forward, and her birthday comes around. No, like, yeah, her, birth- her- no, before her birthday, like, uh, I don't know when exactly. Later that month, maybe, um, I go over to her house, it's me and her and you know we almost went through with it but obviously no protection so we're gonna cut we decided to go you know god bless cut it down but she also got nervous because her sister could show up any moment and a bunch of other things so i mean it wasn't the greatest experience per se like yeah it was memorable but it wasn't the greatest experience because obviously like you're you're both new to it so it was just a lot of awkwardness at first like a lot of foreplay which is great i'm great at foreplay phenomenal like 10 out of 10 um, at least of what i've been told <laughs> and uh just but like it turns it, the end it was just like painful like you know dry because like when you get nervous the movie just kills it and just bro so anyways memorable moment funny as hell And that's also when I found out my boy Safe was talking to this girl. And that's when I found out she was, like, kind of, like, low-key. Like, wasn't really cheating on him because they weren't together. But, like, kind of, like, betraying his trust by saying, yo, um, you know, she was talking to her ex. But, like, it was a whole mix-up. And I, I don't really know the full story, but that shit was funny as fuck. Um, but, yeah, like, um, that happened. Um, (laughs) <laughs> I'm like I'm just trying to be really careful what I say because like you know if you I know certain people listen to this and they probably know who I'm talking about or even if the person I'm talking about is listening to this but like in all honesty I don't give a fuck like they can like I, okay look I'm I'm decent with them like they're okay whatever but like they're not people I can I really care about being friends with or maintaining any kind of relationship with because i'm be i'm be real like i don't think they're good people (laughs) oh certain of them other ones i just think it's better for that for them to be in the past but i'll get to that i'll get to that but there's certain people i just feel like they're not good people and i'm glad they're no longer associated with our group or circle but anyways i'll spill you know what i'll spill some i'll spill some tea i'll i'll spill some uh I'll, I'll go savage mode in a little bit but <laughs> i'll 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 keep it right now focus on the story so yeah that that happened and um again i'm, I'm just trying to flash forward to the important parts because i can go on and on about like uh you know i adored her every morning i text her good morning i wrote poetry and stuff but, like i feel like all that jazz is not really important at this moment like i can go on and be, show how cringy and how over the top it was but I'm trying to go to important bits to kind of explain, uh, certain aspects of my life. Um, but yeah, um, if you fast forward to where, like, uh, yeah, it was on her birthday, um, really, really great time, super, like, I, you know, she was all over me, like, super cute, like, just everything, bro, like, it was the best night I had with her, like, overall, just being, like, a couple, You know, not over the top, not overbearing as a couple. We were, like, just kind of vibing with everybody. I was meeting everybody, joking around, give her presents that she wanted. Like, it was a good time. And after that, things kind of went downhill. I'm not going to lie. Shortly after that, I would say, in August, the shit went downhill. Like we saw, we were talking about it two months, and then she said it felt rough. I was like, I don't know. We've had minor fights, but nothing crazy. But then she—that's when she started doing acting like it wasn't. When I first talked to her, canceling dates, um, or making up excuses to go hang out with her sister, and best friend, which she saw all the time, but never saw me. Um, Not really explaining to me where she was going at times, or. Kind of not really communicating. And that was the thing. I just told her, like, I can trust you and everything. I just need you to communicate with me what's going on. Like, so I'm not, like, just wondering, hey, where are you? You know, I'm not asking her for every hour, an update. No, I'm just like, hey, I'm going out for today with so-and-so. I'll text you later. Sure. Or I'm going to be busy with certain things. I'll text you later. Sure. And it happened like that with work. Like, she was working. She would text me every break. Right? Well, how you doing? Talk to me for 30 minutes. And then go back. Then she stopped doing it, but she claimed she was busy. But she slipped up because she would say, "Oh, I was talking to my coworker," and I had um snap, and blah blah. Then she started caring Like this was the one thing that threw me off. She started like she was like, "Oh, I tried to talk to him, but he blocked me on something," and she got really upset about him. Like, forget about him. He's just a coworker, whatever. And I'm like, but during that time, I figured, yo, she was said she was busy. Like she said she was. He wasn't able to talk. So I, that's when I started, I was like, I had doubts, but I was like, you know what? Let me not act upon them. Right? But I as the problem is I kept silent for, for some most of it. Which I should express my concern. And every time we did, we never really fixed it. We never really talked about it. We just ended up going, yeah, we'll talk about it. Make out for a couple of minutes and then be like, all right, it's good. We're Gucci. So, yeah, that, that was, there was a few things that just didn't add up. And then... But again, I never had doubts that she was cheating on me. I never suspected anything because I feel like that wasn't her. She wouldn't do that to me. Um, then, just like the communication was just, I went to college, started. That's when I knew she was wrong because she would barely text. And like, granted you're busy and everything, but she would barely text. She would, wouldn't really tell me how her day is going. Good morning stopped, good night stopped. Or when we were talking and I was flirting, she she would never flirt back. And I was like, yo, like what's going on? She's like, Oh, it's getting boring to flirt back and forth. I'm like, but we barely flirt, like, that often. I only do it, you know, every so often. The love you stopped, like It was crazy. Like I, and I knew I just didn't want it to end. So we went on really one last good day. We watched Fifty Shades, we she did my makeup. Like it was it was a good time. Um, but then after that it was like I asked her out. To go on a Friday, hey, let's go hang out. And she goes, I'm busy the Friday. I was like, all right. A couple of days before Friday, I go, hey, by any chance you're available? And she goes, actually, I have plans with um my fr- my ex, who's her also her friend. Again, solid dude. But it looks after a month not seeing each other, I think it would be more appropriate to see the boyfriend rather than a friend. But that's just me. So I made a big deal, and I just blew up on her. I was like, yo, can I be honest with you? Why aren't you making me a priority? Why do I feel always second when it comes to everybody else in your life? And she goes, what you mean? I'm like, look, you hang out with your best friend. And at the time, her best friend, me and her, didn't really vibe. She always hogged her attention. She always, when I was around, just would not let me talk to her. Used to talk kind of a little bit shit about me, low key, and overall I was just like you know this bitch always hogging hogging my girl like you know, back off of it, she got a man's like let her let her be with her man's. So I was like then you I was like yeah I'm um, shout out to her sister like she's she a cool person but like I was just like dancing that day I was like yo. And your sister like she's always want to hang out with you and everything like she's older she should understand that you're already of like getting to you're already an 18 year old person you're an adult now like you should make your own friends you should be around you know thing. make your own life you don't always have to be around her she can hang out with other people and uh and like granted i know family's important and everything but like you got a man now like you got to realize where you know i take up some of that time now like i got to be included otherwise What's the point of maintaining a relationship? And, like, granted, I'm being, I'm of course, I'm being a little savage, just going, attacking, like, spitting out all this stuff at the last minute. And I told, like, you don't communicate with me, you don't talk, you're canceling plans to go without hanging out with other people. Like, it just makes me look bad. And it's just embarrassing that I'm, I'm just sticking up with it. And the fact that I, I've been talking to my friends about this and um, explaining it and we talk about it but when nothing gets solved, what happened? bro she had the audacity to just come at me and go what the fuck is wrong with you fucking child i was like yo where are you using you're gonna use bad words and shit and call me names like i was just venting what why, explain to me why all this stuff i've seen why can't you do it and she just you, you gotta be grateful don't don't do you dare attack my best friend mind you she didn't defend her sister i'm just gonna say that she didn't defend her sister she defended her best friend she goes how dare you say that what the fuck is wrong with you like blah 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 you know, you should be grateful. If I could spend five minutes with you, I'll, I'm grateful. And I'm like, that's your problem. I'm like, that you're willing to spend five minutes with you, and that's okay. I'm like, because... Honestly, I think when you're truly in love with someone, it's like you you wouldn't want to spend a, a lot more time with them. Or spend at least, you know, a day with them. She she only cared about five minutes. Even then, we didn't even get five minutes. It was a month, last, and every time we hung out, it was always like two hours. So I was like, Bro, you I know you're not saying that right now. I'm like and she's like, Yo, it's like it's a long distance relationship. I was like, Look, you said you're okay and I wasn't even that far. I was thirty minutes away. Right? It wasn't even that far. But she, you know, again she was venting, going attacking me, just full on assault, being mad defensive because when you're caught, you don't know what to say. Again, so she never answered any of those points and real questions, she never explained it. So I go all I ever, want, all I ever wanted was just to hang out this Friday, but instead you, you said, "Oh, why didn't you tell me?" I'm like, I asked you the fact that I have to ask you to cancel plans instead of you saying, "You know what? I'm actually gonna hang out with my boyfriend." That's where you know, whatever. So, at that point, I'm kind of figured we were gonna break up. One of my good friends at the time, I used to play PlayStation with. Shout out to you, uh, Jug, wherever you are right now. Um, he kind of talk me through explain like hey what what made you feel about this girl and i and i thought about like i really loved her she's you know she made, it was the first girl made me feel a certain way and i didn't want to let that go so you know what i backtracked i was like look let's talk things through and a mall. all blah blah bro she just came here with a hammer bro <laughs> she killed my whole heart and buried it and then that's it she basically said oh, i don't know i don't want she basically said she wanted to be friends with benefits and didn't really make it clear if we were broken up or not. She just said, Oh, we we could be friends around you, but would be like affectionate. So basically friends with benefits. That was what I was left clear. And we left them on we we're on good terms. But then she was like, Yeah, I'm going on a date and that next day after the breakup, which was so insensitive. So insensitive. I was like, Oh, where? Like you on a date? Like I I thought we were like cool and she was like, Oh, I don't even have to explain myself to you and I'm my boyfriend. I don't mean in the wrong way. I'm like, that sounds really fucked up. Especially after the date. So I was pissed. Bro, I was... Very, bro, I was, like, in the part where you when you're heartbroken and that, but you want the person to feel, look, feel as bad as you are. Because in all her snaps and her Instagram stories, she did not feel or express any of her pain. Like, she was just laughing, joking around, you know, again, going on dates and all that stuff. I was like, you know what? Fuck this. Like, why am I the only one feeling pain? Why am I the only one who has to suffer and and... You know, whatever she didn't really truly love me if she's going like doing that, all that. Now I didn't understand at the time that people grieve differently. People go through stuff and anything, obviously. So I ripped out her yearbook quote, every stuff she gave me for my birthday, Christmas, anything she ever gave me, put it in a box, it back to her. That shit broke her, and we didn't talk for a year after that. During that year, you know, I took I was in the deep depression. Honestly, I just wasn't motivated, didn't really want to talk to anybody, I just shut down. I picked myself up slowly, because, you know, honestly, you can't let a girl break you down like that. You gotta stick to your girl. The only way you're gonna grow is pushing yourself forward, even through the hardest times. And I had great friends that push me through. I have great friends who cared about me, saw me through. and my family too. I God bless my family for being around during that time. Even though they, they didn't fully see how bad I was, pretty sure they probably knew. And then during that time, I downloaded Tinder. <laughs> and during Tinder, uh, because I, I, she moved on already. She didn't she didn't wait long to move on, to be honest. When I heard she, she kind of took two months and then boom, she was already on. I took a whole seven months to a year to move on. Um, well, not fully move on. But to kind of get back into the dating pool. Um, we, I, I thought on Tinder. It was kind of whack. Didn't really work. You, not, nobody interesting. One day out of the blue. Boom. Met uh, my second girl. Um, and she was a pretty. Gorgeous as well. I got to say out of the out of the, both of them I would say she's definitely more attractive body wise and um just more of my my like I would say what more of my preference in terms of like attractiveness I guess you could say you know like she's just hotter I guess she was more of like the you know i guess the more like supermodel looking one and again out of my league but you know she was super nice when we talked she was super genuine and i was like man i definitely can uh get behind this like this is definitely a great opportunity and at first it was like just we we're talking you know i was getting to know her she's a little difficult like trusting but you know i, I was like me too i just you know blah, blah, blah. so we get talking and we just vibe. Like it was just an easy vibe. And um she even said herself, like if, if you're in finale rex, we can't continue. I'm like, no, nah, I'm over her. Wasn't fully true but uh, I was beginning to. So during that time I did what uh any uh any overzealous ex I guess we you could say <laughs> would do, I would post pictures um me and my girl or my girl all the time on Instagram Because I knew my ex was following me. And she and like I know she it pissed her off and all because like I knew like she just whatever, but then it it was became a thing where she would text me my ex would text me once a month and ask me how I'm doing and that's it, and I'm like I'm great blah blah blah, blah you know as it, it is what it is, and, you know we were at this point we we're kind of cool like not really but we're kind of cool not really, um so. And yeah, then I found out that girl was cheating on me. <laughs> and it, you know, it it is what it is. I didn't really. It didn't really bother me as much because I kind of knew figured. But it it just it just happened. You know, it's you have the suspicions and boom, found out. She had the nerve to post that shit on Instagram, bro. She had the nerve to put down her bio and shit. I'm like, bro, you can't be more discreet. Like you, like but I check my Instagram, but like I didn't. I didn't check her Instagram often. But like something told me like yo that day just check it bro just check it checked it out boom explosion shortly after says birthday and guess what ran back into my ex and I was like fuck And I was at first I didn't know what to do right it was awkward like you know whatever Um we went to this pool place now uh, this pool place is sacred this pool place Good vibes only. To this day, no bad vibes. And we're going to keep it that way. That's a, a uh, holy place, the boys' hangout uh, spot. But it was a good vibe. Me and her, you know, we were, her were talking. Everybody was talking. It was just a good time. And um, then um, just kind of like, just good time, man. Just, that poor place is pretty dope. Uh, you know, with COVID and everything I went back recently, but You know, I just re- I just missed the whole group there I just kind of went with like a small group But When this whole thing ends, I got we gotta go back And really connect how we did That day, minus Obviously certain people <laughs> um, But yeah, like we connected And then uh, when we went back to uh, Say's place, um, you know, Max took a moment To kind of have a heart-to-heart And talk about what's going on because it was just, you could tell the feelings were there, and just mad fucking tension, so we just talked it out, both cried, whatever, um, she kissed me on the cheek, and then we, we, we went after, a day after that, we kissed, but, you know, she, we didn't really feel the spark, and this is where me and her kind of differentiate, you only feel a spark once, you know, like, Honestly, when you're released you only feel the spark once. The spark doesn't last. But what comes from the spark is a flame. And now you grab that flame and you you nurture it and you keep it going. You feed the fire. If you let the fire die, well, you can't restart it. It takes a lot of work to restart it, but it usually never comes back the same. So again she didn't feel that she didn't want to continue it then. She left me hanging, didn't even communicate properly. You know, one day it was oh, I can't wait to see you again. Ghosted. Um, then I found out shortly after during the Secret Santa that she's dating or she's talking to another guy. And I was like, wow, you didn't have the nerve to tell me. And she even had lied. She even lied to me a phone call afterwards, saying, "Yo, um, I'm not really interested in anybody. I'm not really interested in dating." Blah, 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 I didn't really feel anything, it's okay, like, you know, whatever. Then she started dating another guy, major fucking asshole, Um, very abusive, and she ghosted us again, all our friends, and I said, whatever, I wish her the best, she knows what she's doing, she's a grown woman, and I'm gonna let her be. And I decided to, you know, kind of forget about it, you know, leave her be. Then it was, what, probably not even two months later, three months later, she broke up with him because he was a major fucking douchebag. And if he wants, if this man ever listened to it, bro, like, honestly, you're a piece of shit, man. Like, you're honestly an asshole making her fucking cry on Valentine's Day, doing some stupid shit, being abusive, making a big scene in front of her family and shit. Like, come on, bro. Fucking pussy. Um... But yeah, like she did all that. Meantime, I was doing my own thing, grinding, vibing, growing, workplace, you know, stuff like that. Then shortly after, she, you know, she got mad because I, you know, again, sleep deprived, did a stupid decision, asked to hook up, but worded it really wrong, not even that bad, but she, you know, wrong in her eyes. And I apologized, we apologized, talked it out, and then she said, like, "Oh." then she turned with the whole thing again like oh you would you date me blah blah and now this was like you know what it's my last attempt i'm gonna try with her so i went all out i went i tried to reconnect from the basis let's try to act like we were, you know meeting each other again did a questionnaire to get to know each other i asked to go on a date Then she basically said no i don't want to date you uh maybe in the future and then i went to puerto rico for family reasons, and when I came back, she just tried, right, like, she just came and attacked me, she's like, oh, you're acting different, you're this, blah, blah, blah. you need to get your, I'm like, bro, chill, you didn't even get to know me, you didn't get to talk to me, like, actually sit down, have a conversation with me, and see how I am, and then uh, you flash forward, and it's where, like, it's where I think, I was like, people can like, people like that, they want you to be, like, how they, they, they knew you, they know that, but when you're changing and you know, all that, they show there's they're like, yo, I don't know this person, you're not genuine, it's not what person I know you're, but you grow as a person. I'm still the same person, is I grew mentally, mentally wise, and just I don't, I'm not letting things affect me the same way. It's like, I have more confidence in myself, I know what I am, I know what I'm worth, and I don't need someone else to tell me how, how much I'm how good of a person I am, I don't need someone else to tell me. I'm a, you know, I'm I'm the shit, you know, I know I'm the shit, you know, but I'm not arrogant about it, so, yeah, that was the thing, and and I think at that point, we kind of agreed to just be friends, and then it was the Beach Podcast, the Beach Podcast really kicked it over the edge of, like, yeah, nothing's ever gonna happen again, and I think that's where it should be. So at the Beach Podcast, she blew up or, or reacted about some few comments that she took the wrong way, even though they were heartless comments. And to be fair, it was you know justified, at least from my perspective. Again, we haven't talked it out, and I'll get to that. But So she overreacted because she was boring, but I didn't call her boring. I called the music, her taste in music for the ride, boring. You know, like, again, road trip, you want pump anxiety music, but she played old rock music, you know. And granted, I love old rock, but for a road trip to a beach, you kind of want tropical, or you want something moving for, for the body to get you hype. But whatever, you know, I let it go. Um. Then she started talking about a friend's relationship, and she said certain things. Again, I worded me, I worded it differently, whatever. It wasn't that serious, she made those comments, they're not going to take it hard. They already talked to her about it. It was a rape, but again, she took it the wrong way. Then I said she was also weird because, you know, again, vibes were, when we're around each other, vibes are a bit different. You know, she was acting like a bit more how we used to be, like, you know, joke, joking around, grabbing me, trying to rub lotion on me, um, calling me Q and stuff like that. Oh, I like this, I like how your tattoos look. Like it's basically you're you're flirting, but again, I guess friends flirt, right? <laughs> but again, that those are things I don't appreciate because it confuses me. She knows how I feel about her or I used to feel about her and it's really fucked with my mind. And again, I don't know it's clear. So when I vented in the podcast, she took it the wrong way. I had to justify it, and this shit broke with me. That's why I took a break. It's just, you know. And, uh, sorry for the interruptions, my brother. <laughs> when you're recording at home, people don't really have privacy in Latino house. Oh, sorry. But, um, basically, oh my God, everything is going on anyway. Anyways, um, shortly after, uh, just, you know, she knows how she affects me, blah, blah, like, it, it's, it really fucks with your mind. When you don't, like, your ex is around and you still have feelings for each other, but, you're not sure whether or not she wants to date you or not, blah, blah. blah. So you, you think you're good as friends, but then she even gives you mixed signals, but it fucks with you because for her, she's like, oh, it's perfectly normal. But whatever. All right? So that shit threw me off the edge because I had to tell her, look, I still have feelings for you, blah, blah, and I just wish you the best. I didn't mean anything harmful. And the fact that it hurt you, but that's bothering me. So I apologize. But she goes, like, oh, so, you know, no, sorry, going to fix this. Fuck this, fuck that, blah, blah. blah. I'm like, whatever fucked me I went down low again I said fuck that I'm not letting myself go down for any bitch or anyone not worth it right or any person who basically means feel like shit you know I'm not gonna let that get to that point again you know so I kind of made it clear from that after she blocked me a snap after she you know and stuff like that didn't communicate afterwards then after I got better. She texted me saying, "Oh look, I'm sorry about reacting, blah blah. blah. Let's can we talk about it in person because I really, you know, don't want to, you know, fuck it up, whatever. And let's, you know, so we can be friends, whatever. And you still have me around. Like, word. Now that was the beginning of September. That was September the fourth. It is now October first. There's been no communication at her end, and I've gotten basically told from other people that basically what she. What she's what she has in mind to say to me, but again, I highly doubt this conversation will ever happen. So at that point, at this point, I honestly think me and her any communication between us is non-existent, if any, gonna happen. But granted, we'll still be around each other's lives, just for so fact our mutual circle. But basically, we can't hang around each other. It's either me or her hanging out with the group. I'm okay with that as long as it's not. And conflicting with certain things, for example, I'm more integrated with the group. To be fair, she's cool. She's cool with the group and everything, but she has her own friend circle. She hangs out with. She hangs out with other people mostly. Her best friend is safe's girlfriend. That happens. Now, if she if Sage's girlfriend wants to invite her to a, a thing, I'll let it slide. But for certain occasions, I I have to take the I have to be the primary choice. For example, the boys' birthdays, Secret Santa. If we do it again, because I'm the one who rearranged that shit. I'm the one who brought it back, and I'm the one who saved that shit last year. All right, I saved the chaotic mess it was last year, so I am goaded for Secret Santa. If we do it again, uh, everything else I guess is fair game. Me or her, I don't really care. But yeah, um, she's already interested in another guy. Um, I already told her, if once you get interested in another guy or you start dating another guy, it's finito between us, and that we could just be friends or acquaintances from afar. But I guess that's where we are now—just acquaintances or people we used to know each other. And again, I would love to have the conversation with her and figure out what the fuck was going on, but. She hasn't made any temp. I guess it's not important to her. Even if she says, oh, I'm busy. I was busy with college, busy with work. She's had times to hang out with other people. She's had times to, you know, a phone call is, it takes, you know, 10 minutes. Even if it was in person, a FaceTime works just as well because you can see each other's faces. But whatever. I'm not going to stress myself about it. I have no hard feelings. I wish her the best. And it's time for me to move on. This is where kind of where I wanted to talk about. Even despite you falling with someone and you think they're the one maybe they are they're your soulmate but sometimes they're just you don't always end up with your soulmate the soulmate sometimes is just your lesson in life to show you hey even the person who you dying to be with isn't the one you're meant to be with you know they were there to show you what love can be and what you can achieve with love so find someone who is worth it and capable of treating you with the same kind of love to, you know, to a degree. Someone who will cherish you. Someone who can take care of you. Because otherwise, you're going to end up in this vicious cycle that I was, where I was stuck on my ex for four, it's been four years already, basically. Um, And I've just been stuck on her, like just, oh, over and over and over again, like back and forth, back and forth. Like, I haven't really moved on because I couldn't, I couldn't even Pick another girl, like properly, because she's always there. But yeah, don't go into that cycle, because then become like love becomes torture. You know, you would you're always watching them blah blah. They don't even, well. Meanwhile, they don't really care about you. They don't think about you the way you do. So it's best for you just to kind of move on, except things are going. You know, despite them being your first love, your only love, whatever, you will find someone who's actually worth. It. I haven't. Yeah. You know, I can't really say much in that aspect, but I'm trying to move on. And I think now, after all that drama recently, I think I'm kind of open my eyes. I'm like, you know what? I need a girl who's going to be there for me, who's going to value me, who's actually going to take their time, you know, to get to know me and understand me and talk things out. You know, I just need someone who knows how to communicate, you know? That's the main, main thing. Communication was the main thing. Because love is pretty easy to come through. I can give that loyalty is, you know, a little difficult with our our generation, but I know it's out there. And I'm not not in a rush. You know, honestly, I can wait for a year or two or three. But I'm gonna try dating. I've been trying dating. Nothing's worked to success, but I'm trying, I'm attempting, and maybe sooner or later I'll find someone worth it. But for now I'm kind of focused on myself. I I improved a lot while I wanted to do this year. You know, I did what I kinda I got the shoes I wanted. Despite the from you know my concert being cancelled. I changed my image to a point where I'm happy with myself, satisfied, you know, I'm confident. I'm in a good place of my job. You know, despite being a little rough, I'm in a good place with my job and I have a mindset and a goal I want to achieve, you know. Next year I'm putting those in mind despite COVID or not. I'm pushing through, I'm gonna do, accomplish, and keep those promises I made. And that's that's my advice to everybody who is stuck in the same position as me or was. Don't let anybody progress like halt your progression. Don't let anybody stop you from achieving what you want to achieve. If you put your minds to it, you will achieve it. And don't focus about the extra stuff. Don't focus about relationships and or anything like that. Focus on yourself, and those will come in the process. You will might run into someone. Hey, look, boom! Now you got someone. But you can always make friends along the way, network, you know, meet people, achieve your goals and along the way people you'll meet people who can um progress with you, who can accomplish things with you. I have Safe to do this podcast with and me and him are pushing through and we're gonna keep going. If one of us can't make it we'll we'll figure out something, whether we can record it somewhere or not, just like this. And we have, you know, always surround yourself with a positive mindset. Well, enough of me ranting. Enough about my love life, enough of that drama and, sis and shit. Um, I'm just gonna end it here. Again, this has been Your Boy Jose and then i moral concept offshoot, off brand, unhinged, whatever the fuck you wanna call this. Um not really episode seventeen, it's not a true episode without someone else here, so this is just kind of a solo thing. Um, it might not be the best episode, definitely not the worst, but yeah, signing out.